You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and Maven Mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it popping. Hey there, honey bunny. It's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. We are making it do what it do here at HQ. It's a particularly quiet day because Miss Lyric is at school. So I am hoping that there is no like random dog barking or that it doesn't start raining because that is a very real possibility today. But no matter what, we're going to have a good time. You're going to hopefully laugh a lot, learn a lot, and then you're going to go out there and live a lot in only the way that you can. In each and every episode of From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, I invite you to keep an open heart and an open mind. May Tremendo Aha moments inspire you to take center stage in your life so that you can sing the song that God has placed in your heart. I speak it, I believe it, and I receive it. All right, let's get into it. In today's episode, I'm sharing my best practices for exploring and defining your values. Now, during the month of January, we're jamming on values. Now, you may be asking, you know, Letitia, I've heard values, you know, I've heard of that before, but what does it really mean? Your values are simply the things that are important to you. And when you know your values, you can make decisions with ease. You can say no to people and things that don't align with what truly matters to you. You can set goals that really mean something. And you can also create and honor boundaries that protect and uphold what's important to you. Now, in last week's episode, I told you a little bit about my MBA experience and my time working in corporate finance. I had to make a choice between my $106,000 annual salary. Now, if you are a nerd like I am, in the episode, I tell you that I started off at $103,000 and then I got a raise to $106,000. I had to make the choice between that gorgeous annual salary and my health because at the end of 2014, early 2015, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Now, sure, I was making the most amount of money I'd ever been paid for a job, and I was also really making myself sick. So I had to get really clear on what my values are and what kind of life I want to live. And then ultimately, I had to make the change because I knew that the way that I was living wasn't sustainable. Now, right now, Everybody and their mama is knee deep in New Year's resolutions. You know, it's New Year, New Me, Boss Babe goal setting, blah, 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 hashtag, insert something trendy here. I get it though. You see, this time of year taps us into the magic of fresh starts and infinite possibility. Now, real talk, this magic is available to us all 365 days of the year, but right now the energy is amplified because so many people are tapping into it. Now, here's the deal, and you may have heard me say this in, in different 
outlets, Instagram Live, Instagram, the Honey Bunny Inner Circle. Uh, And it's worth repeating, Forbes estimates that only 8% of the people who set New Year's resolutions will actually follow through with them. Now, while there are many reasons why this is the case, I think it's because most people have a very fuzzy idea of what's important to them. And when you don't know what's important to you, all of the actions that you're taking is like throwing spaghetti noodles on the wall and and you're trying to see what sticks. And that's not a very powerful method when it comes to creating the life of your dreams. So that's why during the month of January, I want to get real intentional and I want to go back to the basics. And I want to give you this foundation and have you thinking about what matters to you so that you can then go out there and create goals that feel good to you. You can take action that vitalizes you and you can really enjoy the autonomy of designing your life. So I'm going to share with you Five best practices for exploring and defining your values. You ready? Get it ready, get it ready, get it ready, ready. Talk that stuff now, roll with it. No? Okay, well. (laughs) Okay. Number one, drop the should. Drop the should. Now, I talked about dropping the should in this week's Monday message on Instagram TV. So please check that out. You can follow me at I am Letitia Cotto. And every Monday, I send out a Monday message to all of my followers. Here's the deal. If you're using a lot of should in your language, especially when you're talking about goal setting and your to-do list, that is a major sign that you're probably not living in alignment with your values And you're probably feeling like a square trying to fit into a circle. So instead of saying, I should lose 20 pounds, I should be making $100,000 a year, I should take my daughter to mommy and me yoga classes, consider rephrasing it to something like, if I really wanted to, I could lose 20 pounds. You see the difference between that energy? One is like, I should do this. And it's very rigid and and unforgiving. And the other is more like curious, like, hmm, if I really wanted to, I could do this. I could lose 20 pounds. And then I want you to ask yourself, what feels good to you, right? So perhaps it's not about the 20 pounds. It's more about getting healthy, taking care of yourself, nourishing yourself, putting yourself on your own to-do list, believing in yourself, cheering yourself on, seeing what you are capable of achieving, seeing firsthand what your body is capable of achieving. Do you see the energetic difference between those two ways of viewing getting into shape or losing weight? One is very, like I said, rigid and unforgiving. And if you don't make the mark, you're a loser. The other is more intentional and it creates energy and it creates expansion. And it's all about the way that you frame things up. Everything is about the way that you frame things up and the meaning that you assign to whatever it is that you're doing, seeing, being, or believing in your life. So again, my first best practice for exploring and defining your values is to drop the word should from your goal setting and from your to-do list. Number two, 
Give yourself time every day to daydream and then watch where your mind goes when you do. Again, give yourself time every single day to daydream and watch where your mind goes when you do. I am a huge advocate of daydreaming, even if it's only five minutes a day. I believe that God can use anything and anybody to speak to us, including ourselves. And I don't believe in coincidences. I think that the universe is too intelligent for that. And I think that's also a quote. I don't know who said it, but I believe that to be true. And where your mind goes when you daydream uh, provides you some powerful clues. So for example, one of my favorite daydreams is where I'm being interviewed. Now, sometimes it's on the Ellen show. Sometimes it's Oprah. Um, when Cristina Saralegui used to be uh, the number one talk show host um, on Univision, it was Cristina. It was Cristina being on her show. And I'm sitting there and I'm sharing my stories, my perspective, my training, it's not so much like the fame and prestige of sitting down with Oprah. It's the fact that I have another outlet that I can use to teach. So before I became a master life coach and motivational speaker, I had these daydreams all the time. If I'm honest, these daydreams started when I was like four years old. And then as I'm like living my life and, you know, I'm a senior financial analyst in corporate finance, I caught myself one day and I was like, wait a minute. There's something here, like these daydreams aren't just nothing, right? Like there's a reason why I'm having them. And one of the things that I want you to keep in mind is that daydreams are part dream. So there's definitely a fantastical, creative, out of this world element to them. So I don't want you to get too literal. Like if you're daydreaming about, you know, um, I'm trying to think, I don't, I can't remember the the animal's name, but in the never ending story, you know how the little boy's on top of that thing and they're flying. Well, if you're having a daydream that's fantastical like that, it may not actually be possible because there's like no flying animals that you can like get on easily to, to ride and fly through the world. However, I want you to look for recurring themes and patterns and symbols, metaphors, and try assigning, trying on like different interpretations of that daydream. So perhaps it's not that you're having this daydream. It's that um, like you're literally flying on something. Maybe it, there's a part of you that wants to create a world that doesn't exist right now whether that's an actual physical component of this world, like flying cars, or it's, you know, you have a desire in you to create through art, through writing, through painting, through singing. Um, so don't get caught up in like the literal aspect of your daydreams. Just number one, allow yourself to daydream. Number two, watch where your mind goes when you daydream. And number three, get nerdy with it. Look up interpretations. Um, Think, what could this mean? Because again, I believe that God is always dropping clues to you. And one of the ways that he can do this is through your own imagination. So again, give yourself time every day to daydream and then watch where your mind goes when you do. And number three, I tell pretty much everybody who will listen to do this. It's so simple. It's fun and anticlimactic. <laughs> Number three, set up a Pinterest board and get to pinning, boo. I love this exercise and it's so simple. You pin quotes, pictures, anything that calls to you goes on this board, 
And it can be secret or you can share it with your followers. It doesn't matter. You know, keep pinning things that appeal to you and then go through what you've pinned. And again, look for patterns, clues, recurring themes, etc. There's a reason why those things are calling to you. So for example, in my own Pinterest board, I am always forever pinning pictures of the ocean. And for me, the ocean is so powerful. It's so healing. And even though right now I'm based out of Texas and I don't necessarily have in my plans to move, you know, to Miami anytime soon, I can visit and my subconscious, my inner voice is saying, hey, this is important to you. Make time for this. Carve this out. And again, it's a very simple thing and it means a lot to me. So this doesn't have to be this big, grandiose exercise. It literally can give you clues to things that you need to start incorporating into your life right now. Number four, ask yourself, why does this matter? Again, ask yourself, why does this matter? So when it comes to defining what matters to you, oftentimes you've got a lot of programming inside of you that comes from other people. So for example, I come from an old school Latino family where as a female, there's a huge importance placed on getting married and having a family. And when I was in my 20s, I had to come to terms with the fact that although marriage and children are important to my culture, they weren't necessarily at the top of the list in my life at that point in time. And that was really hard for me because I could feel my family's disappointment. You know, every time I would go home for the holidays, it's like, oh, are you ever going to have kids? Are you ever going to get married? Like, what are you doing? And even though in my heart of hearts, I knew that that wasn't where I was at in my life, um, it, it kind of hurt because there was a disappointment with that. Like, are you ever going to give me grandchildren? Are you ever going to give me great grandchildren? But I knew ultimately that I had to live my life according to what felt right for me in that moment. Now, I know you're thinking, fast forward, I have a beautiful two and a half year old daughter um, and I absolutely wanted her. The turning, for, the turning point for me uh, came when I turned 30. And that's really when I solidified in my mind that I wanted to be a mom. But throughout my 20s, I just felt like this huge disappointment because my Latino family was like, yo, where are your kids at? Where's your husband? Why are you not doing this? This is important. Um, so yeah, when you're thinking about what's important to you, ask yourself, why is this really important to me? Why is it important that my credit score is above, you know, 700? Where did this come from? And is this really mine? And I want you to continue to just ask yourself why. Why? Why is this important? Why does this matter? And with each answer that you give yourself, you're getting closer and closer to the root of it. And once you get to the root of it, if it's yours, like it's truly yours and that's truly what you value, amen, hallelujah, go for it. But if it's not, I want you to consider that it's not as powerful having that value or that you know, thing that you're chasing it's not as powerful as it could be as if it were like coming from your heart of hearts. And this is a deeply personal thing. Like nobody, not even myself has the right to tell you, oh, you know, you should value having a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. You know, 
you having a senior level job at your or senior level position at your job is what you should value. I don't have that power. Your mom doesn't have that power, your baby daddy, whoever, because this is your life. You have been given this life to live, not me, not your mama, not your man. So these are deeply personal things. And oftentimes what you decide is important to you, it may clash with your culture. It may clash with your family. It may clash with your um, department and the people that you work with. And at the end of the day, this is your life and you have full permission to decide, to explore, to define, A, this is what's important to me. Okay, so again, ask yourself, why does this matter? And then number five, try it on for size. (laughs) So here's the thing with values. They're going to evolve over time because you're going to evolve over time. You know, like I just said earlier, when I was in my 20s, I was on the fence about having kids. I was like, uh, you know, here's some reasons why I'd like to have kids. And here's some reasons why I don't want to have kids. And it was only until I got a point, got to a point in my journey and was like, yo, I want to have kids that it became a real thing for me. And so the way that I feel about being a mom today is not necessarily the way I felt about being a mom 10 years ago or 20 years ago, because I have evolved. So allow yourself to try on different values uh, for size, right? And, and let it be what it is and be okay with it. You know, when I was in my, again, in my 20s, I didn't have any kids. I didn't have any attachments. So for me, it was like, oh, okay, this year I want to move to Miami or this year I want to move to Houston or, you know, I want to go to school in Atlanta. And so I was much more location independent. And so now for me that I have a small child, uh, I don't necessarily have that location independence in terms of, oh, I want to live here for three months. I want to live here for six months. I want to live here for a year because I have a small child and I know that consistency and home is important to her. Now, that being said, I've had to get creative with it, right? That doesn't mean I can't travel. That doesn't mean I can't go to these different locations uh, for work or for trainings or for vacation. So yeah, you got to just kind of allow yourself to try it on. And if it fits for you, amen. And if it doesn't, you discard it and you keep moving. Or if the particular iteration that you had 10 years ago, if that's not fitting your life right now, you don't necessarily have to throw that all away. You can totally get creative with it. So yeah, those are my five tips for exploring and defining what's important to you, what you want and what matters to you like I said earlier, you've been given this beautiful life to live. Okay. And it's like, you're standing in front of a blank canvas and you get to decide what to paint. Now, sure. You can take other people's suggestions, or you could look over and see what somebody else is painting. Um, or you can say, okay, I've taken that into consideration. What do I want to paint? And then you knock it out of the park with a once in a lifetime painting that came from you because your life is your art. It's your masterpiece. Again, it's not your mama's, not your man's, it's not your supervisor's. And you are totally worthy of designing this life that you've been given. And I know it can feel scary and I know it can feel overwhelming 
And I know that you are truly capable of making it happen. You are that powerful. If you're not used to making decisions from a place of this is what's important to me or setting goals that align with what we value or creating and honoring boundaries um, that align with what's truly important to you, it's just because you've never practiced it before. It's not that you're not good at it or that you can't get good at it or that you don't know how to do it. It's just that you got to practice it. So start very small. Okay. I believe great things for you. And I want to support you during this process. So if you're feeling like, man, Letitia, this all sounds great, but I don't even know where to begin. Don't worry, boo. I got you. I recently hosted the Make It Matter Masterclass where I shared my easy system for exploring and defining your values. And I also shared how to keep those values at the forefront of your mind and your life. So if you missed that live masterclass, that's okay. The replay is juicy and you're still going to be getting tremendo value from it. And I'm going to drop the link to sign up in the show notes. So check it out immediately. And if you're a Red Carpet Collective member, this masterclass is a part of your monthly membership investment. Honey Bunny, once you know what matters to you, you can then create a roadmap filled with goals and action steps that get you to where you actually want to be. And you can create a blueprint for your unique, beautiful life. Now it's your turn. Head over to the show notes for today's episode and leave a comment with your greatest takeaway. I'd love to support you as you make it matter it being your beautiful life. So please sign up for the Make It Matter Masterclass. I'm cheering for you. Like you've just listened to an episode titled with a lyric taken from Nipsey Hussle's No Pressure. From the front row, Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.